Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. Here at the podcast, what I like to do is bring super fun and sexy guests into my bedroom to have an in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. Um, Today, before we start, (laughs) I want to tell you guys about my morning. Um, I have officially changed my release date of my podcast to Sunday rather than Friday. So this Sunday, you know, I wake up and I go to post, you know, uh, the episode and I put it up on all my socials and I go to log into my Bedpost Facebook page and it has been deleted. So uh, if you're a follower of the podcast, you know that my Instagram was deleted. My Bedpost Instagram was deleted a couple months ago at 6K. Well, the Facebook, which was at 10K is also deleted, which is very expected. I can't say I'm surprised. I was just kind of hoping I would <laughs> like fly under the radar. Um, but you know what? We You just got to keep going forward. So I'm going to create what Matt suggested, my husband Matt, was that if I just don't even have a Facebook business page, um, if I just do a personal page and I just post about all my stuff, you know, via my personal page, I'm not looking forward to starting it all over again, but I have a show this Friday, so I like need to have the event up somewhere and I need to have it happening. So I guess I'll do that this week, but you know what? I was in a bad mood this morning because of that, but then this lovely special guest that I have here for the podcast walked in the room and my mood just instantly elevated. Uh, I have a really fun special guest who um, I feel like we've been kind of talking about this for a while. So there's been a lot of sexy buildup behind this guest. Um, she does a lot of different things. Uh, she, as <laughs> she was saying before the uh, we just switched on the mic, that she's got her hand in basically every pot. So let's see. She's a sex positivity advocate. She is an Oasis Aqua Lounge flirt. And if you haven't heard about Oasis before, then this is obviously your first episode. I talk about it all the time. And she's also an adult content creator. So please welcome to the podcast, Cecilia Morel. Hello. Hi, Erin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I'm really, honestly, uh, your your face just lights up a room. So my mood just took a total 180. (laughs) Why don't you... um, 
start off by just telling the people kind of all, all the different things you do. I mentioned them very briefly, but tell us in a little more detail all the different kinds of things you get yourself up to. Okay, so um, I work at Oasis Aqua Lounge as an event hostess, um, otherwise known as the Oasis Aqua Flirts. Um, I also have kind of dabbled in nude modeling and lingerie modeling. Okay. I've been a part of that community for about over a year now. Um, I also recently just started getting into adult film creation. Um, so that's really exciting and I do that with my partner. Um, it's a lot of fun and I also do camming. Um, so webcamming, MFC, my free cams, chatterbait, all the good stuff. All the ones, all the things where people can find you. How about, um, the things you kind of do as a... A sex positivity gal, like spreading the good word about sex. So a couple of things that I've done that I've really enjoyed. Um, last year we partook in the World Naked Bike Ride. Um, that was really fun. Originally the World Naked Bike Ride was originated to kind of protest gas and fossil fuel emissions. Um, it's kind of turned into this, you know, outlet for people to kind of be nude and normalize the human body, um, you know, out in public. It's very thrilling when you're riding down the streets of Toronto in like rush hour traffic, completely (laughs) naked on a bike. I would be terrified. I was, uh, I mean, just because I'm not a good biker, (laughs) like to just have cars and streetcar tracks and then also navigate being nude. (laughs) I think I would die. I would, I would just somehow throw my bike under a large truck and die. (laughs) Right. And for someone that's very new to Toronto, regardless, you know, it was very shocking for me to be biking in the traffic. And then as you said, those little streetcar tracks, Oh, deadly. A nightmare. A nightmare. I've had more accidents, bike accidents, um, with those tracks than I, than I would like to mention, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And I really was not about to fall completely naked like, exactly. on the street. You have no, literally no protect, protection. Absolutely none. Between you and the pavement. Yeah. <gasps> Fucking frightening. So thrilling. Um, <laughs> thrilling, for lack of a better word. Um, but no, that was really great. That was a wonderful experience. Um, we also partook in uh, topless day March. Mm-hmm. So that was, I think, August 26th, uh, the end of the summer. We're walking down Young Street, which, as you may know, can be very busy, especially in the middle of the day with the Eaton Center there. Um, and we're just completely topless and we're carrying around these signs and we got a bullhorn and basically just saying, you know, it's been legal for years. Yeah, but n- hardly anyone exercises that right, unless you're, like, on a beach. Exactly. I don't really see many topless ladies going around. Exactly. And for people who don't know, you know, why people wouldn't do that, um, it's very shocking to be like, oh, you guys have been allowed to do this forever. Why does no one do it? Well, because, you know, even wearing a shirt, you still have to deal with, you know, cat collars and stuff like that. So basically, it was an event to just kind of bring awareness to the fact that, you know, there shouldn't be so much stigma against breasts being exposed. Absolutely. Yeah. And power numbers too. So that's, if you're going to get topless in Toronto, that's a great way to do it with a group of kick-ass gals. Absolutely. You know, marching down Young Street with picket signs. It was pretty badass. Yeah, totally. I love it. And please tell me, um, 
a third event uh, concerning advocacy is happening right after this podcast. So people will miss it because this is going to air after the date, obviously. But please tell the folks where you are on your way to right after we're done recording this podcast. So after the podcast, um, a couple of aqua flirts from Oasis and I, we're going to be going down to Dundas Station. We're going to be hopping on the subway with a bunch of other folks with no pants. (laughs) Um, Who planned this in the middle of January? I don't know. Um, team a mesh tab i'm looking at you <laughs> but you know it's gonna be really great and i think it's just a fun little way to celebrate again you know hi i'm here and my body's here and it shouldn't be as big of a deal as it is right yeah. so nice little fun january activity <laughs> you know so long as it's not too cold get on the subway in some booty shorts or something yeah some boots and booty shorts absolutely <laughs> The Canadian way. The Canadian way, yeah. <laughs> Flat shirt, big old winter boot, no Absolutely. pants. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Now, have all these events been organized by Oasis? Like, gone through Oasis? So, for the subway ride, I believe someone else was in charge of the planning. Like, it's a Toronto-wide thing, or it's a worldwide thing. So this will happen in cities all over wherever there is a subway route. Um, So people have decided to kind of partake in this as a way, again, to kind of destigmatize, you know, sexuality in the human body. Um, And Oasis, we're really great at kind of finding out what's going on in our community and taking part in that. Um, And I think it's important, too, because people within those communities you know, are kind of looking for other people in these communities. It's very much um, a chance to network and kind of connect each other. So While doing something completely ridiculous. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're very fortunate at Oasis to have, um, you know, an excellent marketing director. Mm-hmm. Fatima is wonderful at finding these things and going, you know, how can we be a part of this? How can we connect with the rest of our community? And then we just go. I believe recently, was there a a polar bear dip? Yes. That happened as well? New Year's Day. Yeah. So a bunch of people from Oasis decided to go swim in the freezing cold lake. You fucking freaks. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of bravery, because I'll tell you right now, I'm a wimp. I'm not going anywhere near the cold water. It's not <laughs> happening. It's canceled. I didn't do it. There's no way. But I salute everyone that did. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So let's, since we're talking about Oasis so much. Yeah. Um. You're an aqua, fr- aqua flirt there yes. and an events hostess. Um, let's talk about how you got involved with Oasis, because how long have you been there? A while. I've been there over a year now. Yeah, over yeah. a year. And um, I think how, even how, to give the f- people some kind of uh, uh, perspective on how the two of us have come across each other, okay. I'll tell you the very first time that I kind of heard about Cece is because everyone at Seduction has a crush on you. Oh, I'm so flattered. I am so flattered. Literally everyone. So uh, Seduction, for you uh, lovely folks who don't know what Seduction is, it's a lovely sex shop that I used to work at for a couple years, and I've just ended my employment there. But, oh, lordy. And and they have a really great relationship with uh, Oasis. They do. So, yeah, we, uh, and, and the odd time we'd come in, you know, and the odd time you'd have uh, your image on a poster that would yeah. be there. 
and people just go gaga over you. Oh. So I'm like, who is this Cecilia person? I gotta meet her. And then I think we came across each other in person for the first time at yep. Oasis. And I was like, oh my god, you're Aaron Pym. You shut up, and I was the same thing to you. <laughs> So I'm really glad that we finally actually got to sit Me down too. together alone. Me too. Because it's been a lot of like two ships passing in the night and being like, Cece, Aaron, oh my god. It's very true. So tell everyone how you how you got into um, being involved with the folks at Oasis and how you started working there. So um, prior to my 19th birthday, I had actually found Oasis stumbling across Instagram. And prior to me coming of legal age to drink or whatever, um, I was doing a lot of promotional modeling for small businesses on Instagram. That was kind of my gig. And that was back, um, I want to say 2017. I had like 4,000 followers. I was a little small bean CC. Um, and I'd found Oasis and I'd researched it and I was just kind of looking and I got really interested because at that time I was kind of exploring, you know, who was adult me going to be and what was I into and what was my sexuality all about. And I actually showed up to Oasis the day after my 19th birthday. I was like, you know where my first nightclub outing is going to be the sex club wow. we're not just going to a small pub i just want to go there and we're going and my partner at the time took me and it was really great and i immediately like connected with a lot of the staff and you know made friends within the community and i'm like wow this is so awesome like why do people not know about this mm-hmm. And I ended up going every week that I could, at least once a week, (laughs) um, for the couple weeks after. And I was there one evening, and someone recommended that I apply for a position. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could work here. Like, not because, you know, I didn't think I would enjoy the job, but I didn't know, like... A, if they were hiring, I didn't know if, you know, I would be, you know, social enough or cool enough even for like a socializing position. And I emailed that night when I got home, I was like, Hey, look, I just found your club and I'm so excited to be a part of this. If there's an opportunity, like I'm here and I want it. And Fatima actually got into contact with me the next day. And the week after, we had an interview. And she's interviewing me, and there was porn playing right behind her head. Yeah, of and course. And I'm like, this is a super serious interview, and I want this job so bad. And there's, like, you know, someone deep-throating, you know, right behind Fatima there, and I'm trying to focus. And, uh, oh, it was funny. But I was so grateful when I left that, you know, she thought that I would be a good fit. Yeah. And I've been there ever since. I love what I do. It's very rewarding for me to, you know, see people walk in the door and kind of, you know, be like in their cocoon of sexuality and finding themselves and kind of owning who they are. And then, you know, you see these people come back week after week or there'll be that occasional one newbie that, you know, is kind of discovering like kink or polyamory and then you watch these people kind of blossom into this like awesome badass owning themselves version of who they were when they first walked in and 
that's that's so exciting to me. And you, in your position, you've got a pretty big hand in kind of drawing that out of people, from what I understand. Like, you're the hostess, you're the mm-hmm. aqua flirt, so it's your job. Um, I mean, I'll, t- I'll get you to tell me exactly what, what your job entails in your own words, but yeah. from what I understand, it's like, it's your job to make fe- people feel comfortable in the space. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, so lay it out for us exactly what, what are the kinds of things that that you do, that you bring to Oasis? A lot of the times it's facilitating the evening. It's letting people know what's going on and directing them, you know, hey, we have a burlesque show in the ballroom at 11 or we have spectator sex this time and here's where it's going to be. And then there are those rare occurrences where, you know, people come up to me and they have questions and I totally welcome that. You can ask me whatever, like, there's no... There's no threshold of how weird <laughs> the topic is that you I've want imagined, to talk about. I imagine you've heard it all. Absolutely. Um, so people will ask me some kind of personal questions, or they'll ask me something that's a little bit crazy. And the conversations that I've had are, like, mind-blowing. And I leave work, and I'm like, oh my god, you'll never guess what I talked about today. It was awesome. And, um, you know, I feel good when I can help people kind of answer questions about themselves. Or if I can kind of see that I'm talking about something and you see the wheels turning, you know, (laughs) oh, you've ignited something in them. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, back when I was a newbie to this community, I, you know, loved that. I loved when people could give me information or, you know, teach me something about myself. Definitely. Yeah. And so how did this, was this kind of your first step into all these different forays that you now do starting to work at oasis so tell me how from then being an aqua flirt and a hostess how from then did you move on to what was your next other venture from there i actually started modeling not long after i started at oasis so i started with like implied nude boudoir and then I kind of got into some concept pieces, like some kink modeling. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one set that I really am proud of where I'm like chained to a radiator and it looks so like dark and yeah. badass and I love it. Um, but being at Oasis and, you know, walking around in lingerie or, you know, hanging out nude, that was very empowering for me because I was someone for a while where I was incredibly modest, almost to the point where it was a little bit you know, damaging. I didn't want anyone to see me. I wanted to be, you know, very conservative. Um, and then for me to feel so comfortable in my body, you know, that was really a new step for me. Wow. And And Oasis, do you think working at Oasis helped you along your way? Even just going there as a guest. Yeah. It just blew your mind. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is the thing I can do. The fact that not only do I feel good and do I feel confident and safe that's another important that's one. a huge one yeah um that was something that completely changed kind of my outlook yeah the way when you go to it uh, when you go to oasis the way um being nude is just so normal there like it's, it's so it's, casual it's, it's so casual yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so normalized there yeah. that i can imagine if you're then attending there a bunch you know you're getting exposed to it 
that kind of sex positive mindset or that nude uh, nude positive nudist positive kind of mindset and then to start working there and you're just seeing that that stuff all the time just like you said like when you're in the interview and yeah. you see the porn on the thing you're probably like oh my god this is a lot yeah. now if I'm there now you're the day, I bet you don't even see it anymore no yeah no I've like eaten Chinese food on my break in front of the porn tv and it's very it's just you know regular day at the office exactly yeah, yeah. but I can um, I can see how that would affect you having a lot of exposure to that absolutely how that affect your whole outlook right yeah. about how you see yourself and kind of how you yeah how you operate on a daily basis like being absolutely. in that positive mindset right yeah so so modeling you started yeah. doing right so yeah. a little bit of kink modeling um yeah some boudoir and then it got into nude modeling yeah just doing nude modeling how did that feel to do nude modeling was that a leap or did that yeah. just feel like natural progression? I was actually speaking with someone the other day, um, a photographer that I was working with, about how every photo set that I do, it feels almost kind of embodying a different version of myself. Um, so you're looking at yourself not from your own perspective, which, you know, may be positive, it may be negative, maybe, you know, you don't like your hip bone or whatever it may be, you know, we're overly critical of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then to see a photo of yourself taken from someone else's perspective where they've accentuated something that they thought was incredibly beautiful about you, that maybe you didn't even think about, um, that was really interesting for me as well. Um, there was this one photo shoot that I did, um, and something about my shoulders looked really cool. And I was like, what? I've never really thought I had nice shoulders. You don't think about your shoulders when you're like thinking about sex appeal. You're not thinking about those weird little random places on yourself. Um, and then you start to notice it. And then you start to kind of be proud of those little things that maybe you didn't even think twice about. That's one thing I, I always, that's one reason why I always recommend like, do a boudoir shoot Absolutely. like like everybody do boudoir like because that's exactly it like yeah. you'll see the pictures and you'll be like damn yeah i never even would i never would have thought yeah that i could look that banging like seriously <laughs> seriously when yeah. you see the photos and like the photographer has done their magic and yeah. i don't mean i don't mean photoshop magic by that i yeah. mean drawing that out of you yeah and allowing you to, as you're saying, see another facet, like it's not even physical stuff. It's like, what energy did that photographer get out of you on that day? Like, right. wow, I didn't even know that was in there. Exactly. You know, like I did not know I could feel that fierce. It's very true. Yeah. I, I always, I'm like, oh, you'll hear us. One of my sponsors as well is also a boudoir studio, but like, I think it's at such a great value out wherever you're at in your body positivity, yeah. self-love journey to do it. Like, Go do it. Because it will, it will give you the boost to keep going on that journey. Absolutely. So yeah, I totally love that. And then, okay. And then, so you're modeling. Yeah. And then what next? So then I kind of dived into camming and premium Snapchat and, mm -hmm. um, so camming just for, you know, Anybody that's listening, that's yeah. at kind of a one-on-one -on -one level with stuff like this. What's camming exactly? Okay, um, so webcamming is basically like 
Twitch streaming. <laughs> okay, so think about your favorite YouTuber gamer, um, you know, live recording from their home office or whatever it may be, um, and you have full interaction to, you know, type to them or react to what they're doing or tip them, and you're basically being entertained live by whatever they're doing. So camming is the more sexual aspect of that, where it's a bunch of adult entertainer, adult entertainers, I'm going to use that for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. I'm just going to rope it into one umbrella, um, live um, whenever they plan their schedule to be live, um, and you can receive that same entertainment from them, interact with them, um, tip them, and uh, I'm going to call it the adult streaming yeah yeah (laughs) love it and premium snapchat what's happening with that so that's basically um a subscription service where you can subscribe to kind of see the behind the scenes or the day-to-day lives of these adult entertainers Mm -hmm. um nudes all the good stuff nudes all the nudies (laughs) do you have um are you still camming I have cammed a lot less yeah. um, with the holidays being... And you've moved on to other projects, from what I understand. Yes. Yeah. So I'm a little bit busier than I once was. Do you have um, a favorite camming session that jumps to mind? I had this one session on one of the camming sites that I was using um, where I made a nice amount of money from just chatting with people. Yeah, I was going to mention that when you said, um, like, it's a sexy version of... Yeah. But, but I'm like, it, it doesn't have to be, though. Like, it really a lot doesn't. of cam performers can just chat with people. And yeah. that's what folks want a it, lot of times. It's a connection. It's yeah. very much these models connecting with the people who choose to follow them on their journey, right? So there was this one night where I was just kind of lying on my bed and I still had like a lot of my lingerie on and I'm just talking about experiences that I had at Oasis or I'm talking about, you know, random favorite things from my childhood. I was just like conversing with these people and This one guy actually sent me a large tip and just said, I like the way you articulate. I like the way you talk about things. And I was like flabbergasted because I went into camming with this idea of what it was. And then to find out that people, you know, a lot of people actually, um, more than you would expect, are just kind of there to support the models for reasons that may not actually be as overtly sexual as they may seem. Support Um, the artist. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. And um, is camming a thing that you can kind of get into fairly easily? What is kind of the process to start camming? I've had a lot of girls actually message me um, and, you know, say, oh, I wish I could do what you do. And you're like, you can. (laughs) Anyone can. Anyone can. You just have to find that one thing about yourself that that you can market, like your brand. You got to figure out your absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've seen a lot of people that are cosplayers. Yeah, that's their thing. So they'll people cam. Love cosplay. Seriously, yeah. and it's so cool. And there's so much time and work that goes into that and embodying that character. That I've seen a lot of models do shows solely in cosplay. Solely in cosplay. So they'll, you know, promote, oh, I'm doing a show as, you know, Finn from Adventure Time. 
Love it. I would be there. I would be there. People love it. Um, Yeah, I have a a friend that's a camera who, like, she does all weed content. Yeah. It's just her fucking smoking weed. Yeah, people love that too. (laughs) People love that. Yeah. And um, it's a thing that you can kind of organize on your own. Yeah. Your own schedule, right? And you just, you post when you're going to be live and that's, that just happens. You log into your profile and... And you go. Yeah. And all you need is like, what? what's the startup cost here? You just need a camera on your, you just need, on your laptop or whatever. When I first started camming, I went to Staples <laughs> and I, <laughs> I bought a $20 mic Yeah. and I think my webcam was like 80 bucks or something. So a hundred dollars total on camming supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just went for it. Do you find it difficult to, cause you're kind of, you're really multitasking yeah. with doing camming, right? You got to be. You got to be looking cute. Yeah. You've got to be reading what all the people are saying to you. Yeah. You've got to respond to all the things. Like, it's kind of like juggling a lot of balls. It is. And I do this really <laughs> dumb thing when I type to people or when I type. Yeah, you're, are you menu. squinting at the screen? I when am. You're, yeah, you got to be typing back. You gotta I be... am. And I stick out my tongue a little bit <laughs> while I'm typing. I make like this typing face. And I'm like, oh, just one second, guys. I'm going to type this out. And then and you're like, like mm. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I'll be talking and I'll go one second. I got to read all these. Yeah. And then people are just looking at me like staring at my screen. <laughs> You're like, this is good content right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, that said, like, that's that's a lot of what the people are there to see. They want to, yeah. they want to see a real person yeah. in their daily life, in their daily environment, doing their daily shit, right? Yeah. Is that, like, I imagine that's a lot of the appeal. Don't get me wrong. Being fabulous and, you know, rocking a super cute outfit and making your Instagram pics high quality all the time is, you know, all good one thing. dandy. Yeah. Um, but... There's a difference, you People know. want to relate to you. Absolutely. They don't want to be following someone who's up on this unattainable pedestal. You know, not everyone can be Beyonce, as sad as it is, you know? <laughs> that is sad. <laughs> but it's true. And, you know, people don't want someone that's cookie cutter or, you know, perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they want real. Yeah. You know, I've done a lot of cam shows where I don't wear makeup. And I just tell people, hey guys, we're going to do a super ridiculous kind of spontaneous cam show. I'm not going to wear makeup. I'm not going to look that fabulous. But if you want to come hang out, hang out with me. And, you know, people like that too. Just as much as they like the, you know, fishnets and stripper kicks. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also imagine with camming particularly and um, maybe appeal to a lot of different uh, sex work is the connection. Yeah. Right? Is like the the time like they're paying for time spent yeah with someone like absolutely feeling like the person is paying attention to them they're paying for your attention your time you know yeah. what i mean like your yeah the interaction with you is what they're paying for absolutely you know yeah absolutely all right cecilia morell we gotta go on break baby <laughs> so we're gonna take uh, a really quick break to hear about um our sponsors oasis uh being one of them <laughs> <laughs> even though basically this whole first half has been <laughs> a plug <laughs> for oasis <laughs> they deserve it guys they deserve it oh my god talking about my uh my facebook getting deleted the Oasis Instagram just got deleted. That was devastating. It is devastating. Fatima I mean, texted me. It's so, it's devastating. I was shook. 
Yes. I was shook. Honestly, this morning when I went to go in my bedpost thing, I mean, I knew it was coming too. I knew it was coming and I was just like, speechless. (laughs) I'm just like, fuck. Honestly, fuck. And like, as much as you can say that it's like, oh, it's just, it's not even a tangible thing. Like it's, you know, we put all our time and energy into this, you know, social media, internet crap and it's nothing in the end. It's like, what really matters in life? But it's like... All this stuff, though, is so valuable to entrepreneurs and businesses yeah. and sex workers yeah. that it's like, if you don't have those platforms to advertise on and whatnot, how can you, how do people even know you're providing those services exactly. and doing your shows? Like, for me, it's like, who will even fucking know I'm doing my shows and releasing my podcast? It's like, I have the built-in audience, but like, you know, it really is limiting my access to new patrons. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's a big hit. Well, it's the same with being shadow banned. Um, yeah, that too. Yeah. I imagine that happens to you, you know. time and again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But people can no longer find you. Yes. So how are you supposed to engage with a new audience? If, yeah. You know? Exactly. If you if you suddenly realize, you know, um, a provider has kind of disappeared from your social media, do some, do some searching because odds are their new profile name is going to be similar to their old one. Um, you know, try to just put in some of the keywords that they used, some of the hashtags, you know, if they've got their handle and then another name there, try it all, try variations on both. If suddenly one of your, one of the people that used to follow on Instagram is gone or one of the businesses, go looking, go Go looking, find find them, please try to find them because, Odds are they're going to start up a new one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just oh, it's so sad. I was very fortunate when I got deleted on Instagram yeah. the first time. Yeah. Um, Jackie Childs has become a very close friend of mine. And we've worked on modeling stuff for the Oasis Aqua Shop together. Um, she was actually the one who referred me to Naked News. Awesome. Um, so when my account got deleted, I messaged her, and I know she does a lot of um, brand influencer stuff. Mm-hmm. So I actually, you know, offered, I was like, Jackie, I know you do a lot of, you know, shout-outs and promoting and stuff like that. You know, I would love to work with you. How much would I owe you? And she just ended up blasting me all over her platforms, and she messaged me back, and she goes, you are not going to pay me you're a friend and I'm like that is so great and it's very important guys if you have you know a favorite model model that you follow or a favorite member of the community and you find they disappear um you know if they make a new account you know give them some shout outs you know support their brand rebuild yeah when you do find their new profile yeah. blasted out there that's a big help that's one thing that really helped me on my instagram when it got deleted and then yeah. my new profile as well yeah a couple of friends with a lot of followers put it out and I was like oh you guys are the best so that's another thing you can do to help people absolutely so we should go on a break though um and then we'll be right back with lots more exciting adult content (laughs) with adult content creator Cecilia Morell let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors shall we first of all Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. 
Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Provocateur Images is the official boudoir photography studio of BEDPOST. To receive 10% off your next studio session, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T. For more information and to see the gorgeous shots that are possible at this studio, check out provocateurimages.ca or follow them at provocateur underscore images on Instagram. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Pym, and I'm here with my fantastic, super sexy, adorable, lovely guest, Cecilia Morell. Hello, Erin. Hello, Cece. How are you? I'm good. We got your, you got your tea. We I got, do. Yeah, I peed. You're caught up, everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we would kind of continue along your journey here yeah. because there's something that's kind of new for you yeah. that was kind of your next thing yeah. that you uh, you started getting into. The stepping stones. The next, yeah, all these stepping stones. <laughs> so tell the people exactly, you know, how it happened and what this new venture is for you right now. So when I was doing camming, I found out about a site called ManyVids. Mm-hmm. This is essentially a platform where you can sell um, custom and pre-made adult film clips. Mm-hmm. That's my fancy technical terms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I found this and I started my creation of solo videos. So basically porn that was along the lines of masturbation or um, exclusive fetish content and I had developed quite a large library of video. And I was doing it solo for quite a while. And my mother found my many vids. Really? So then I went on a little many vids hiatus. And I was still <laughs> camming. Um, I deleted all of my content. Really? Oh. All of it. All of it. And um, then recently, you know, this summer, I kind of jumped back into it. Because it was something that I really enjoyed doing. And I was making the solo content, and I was putting it up, and then I actually um, got into a new partnership with my current partner, mm-hmm. and I was kind of explaining, you know, I do solo content, I do camming, like I work at Oasis, and my partner's really awesome about that, very sex positive, um, has kind of been under the umbrella of sex work himself. Mm-hmm. 
and we were just kind of chatting one day and I was like, what if you help me with my videos? And it's no longer solo content, it's boy girl content. And you know, he kind of took it as a joke at first and he's like, oh, I don't know, like maybe, haha, <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, and then we went, we went ahead and we did it. And now we are branded as the Kaleidos on many vids and Pornhub. We have a verified Pornhub channel with over 3,000 views at the moment. Yay, already? Yeah, yeah. in one month. Um, so we're very excited about that. I'm very excited because now it's solo videos, it's boy-girl content. I don't know what's going to come next, but... We have entered the adult film industry. That's absolutely amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about that shoot, that very first shoot? Yeah. Because I've heard uh, a, a friend of ours kind of told me he was in attendance that evening. It was wonderful. I was so surprised at how many people came out for me. Um, so at Oasis, I host an event called Money Shot for those of you at home that don't know what we're talking about. And uh, this event is all about, you know, kind of introducing the adult industry to people that either want to try to get into it, or maybe even just want to see the behind the scenes of it. And so we have cam girls that come and perform at Money Shot. Um, they cam live from our ballroom stage. Um, we have porn shoots that happen. And I hosted this event exclusively for a year. So November was my year anniversary of me hosting this event, and I decided let's celebrate this by making a porn in front of all of my friends and my coworkers. <laughs> you know the usual, the usual Absolutely. type of stuff that you know some people would people do when they've worked at something for a year. <laughs> Absolutely, they make a porn. <laughs> they make um, a porn. <laughs> so I introduced this idea to uh, Fatima again, our marketing coordinator, and. She loved it, and we kind of brainstormed together how this would go down and how this would happen. And we got set up, my partner and I, we ended up actually, you know, deciding and kind of mapping out how we would do it, like rehearsing a dance routine. Yeah. We were like, where's our arms going to go? Are we going to block the view of the camera? You know, figuring out, like, how do other people do porn? Because we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you well, mapped it out a bit. You created yeah. a plot outline. <laughs> yeah. And, um, we ended up showing up at Oasis that evening and money shot, you know, it, it's either, you know, very busy or it's a little bit more quiet depending on the weather. And I'm like, oh, it's November and it's snowing. It's probably going to be a little bit slow tonight. No big deal. Not a lot of pressure. And I'm getting ready, I got my makeup on, and we're going to do the lighting test. And I get up on the stage, and the ballroom is packed. And I mean, there's not a single space on the floor for people to walk in and out of the room. There's like 20 people sitting on the floor, and the beds are filled. And I just looked out, and I was like, oh, hey everyone! <laughs> um, how's it going? Um... <laughs> Yeah, totally, totally normal situation to uh, encounter all your coworkers in. Um. <laughs> and also, totally normal situation for doing your first porn. Absolutely. A room packed yeah. full of spectators. Well, you know, I kind of have a habit of doing my firsts very extreme, you know, first bar, sex club, yeah. you know. Um, so this just follows suit. This is who I am. I just dive right into things. And, uh, you know, I started off very nervous. 
and my partner was very nervous as well because you know there's so many people and we're doing our first porn and that's a lot of pressure um and once we got into it you know i think we both forgot where we were and who was there mm -hmm. it was very much about us in that moment and we ended up finishing our porn by high-fiving um because this is who we are as people and then i remembered oh okay oh hi everyone you know once the cameras stop rolling and we're done you know you're back in the back in the room yeah because how I came across this, um, I, I saw it, I think I saw the link off of your Instagram page. Or no, not your Instagram, your Twitter. Okay. Um, and watched it and I was like, I knew it was taking place at Oasis because yeah. I know what Oasis looks like. <laughs> and I knew the uh, the director of photography <laughs> yeah. um, that day as well. Um, so I kind of had a, a feeling as to like what was happening. Um, but I have to tell you, I was completely wrong because it looked, I have to tell you, this is shot so beautifully yeah. and you two are so connected and it's a, felt very intimate yeah. that I was like, oh, they shut down the, the room and you know, they are, it's just the two of them in this room yeah. shooting this porn. That is what I assumed from watching it because I was like, it is this this moment in time that I'm like peeking into and it's like so such a private special moment that I'm like witnessing yeah. that's like the vibe I got from watching this porn yeah and then I went out to lunch with my friend and I was like have you seen Cece's porn and he was like I was in attendance and I was like, no, wait, what? He's like, that was recorded at a money shot. I yeah. was like, no, you yeah. would never guess that. He's like, the room was packed. Was. No one could even yeah, walk to go in or out, as you were saying. And he's like, and you all had to be so quiet. Like yeah. everyone had to be so, so, so quiet, right? Yeah. Or else the the uh, photographer would have <laughs> kicked you out, right? It's and true. He's, he's like, I had to cough and I just held it in. <laughs> he just like had to hold it in. Um, and yeah, to hear that it was actually at a public event yeah. with a huge audience, I was like, no. I was like, then I was like, okay, see, that's talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we're very connected. Yeah. My and I are very connected. Um, it doesn't matter where we are, you know, it's very much always about the two of us. Mm -hmm. And. I think one thing that we really want to try to convey with our adult content is that, you know, there's more to porn and sexuality than the sex itself. Yeah. I, the other thing I felt about it, it was so sensual. Yeah. It's very like romantic and I love to see love. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't so much just about, you know, the sex part of it. Like that was lovely yeah. as well, obviously. Um, and that's why people watch porn mostly, but I feel like this said so much more than, no, this is just a video of two people having sex. Yeah. It was like, it was just the sensuality of it was such a refreshing change. The thing is, you can go on Pornhub, you can go on whatever tube site you choose to use, and you can always find, you know, some rough sex. You can always find some spanking. You can always find all of that hardcore stuff that porn is kind of made out to be. Um, it's very hard to find content that's relatable 
or, you know, realistic that isn't, you know, staged to the high heavens. Um, and I think that's really important. Um, for me, once we released the money shot porn on our channels, I ended up having a couple of girls, even from high school, you know, message me on Facebook and they go, you know, I saw your content and I just wanted to say like, what you're doing is really cool. And I loved, you know, that I could watch it and see the beauty in sex. And there were a lot of personal messages that kind of talked about maybe some people that were having a rough time with their sexuality or having, you know, a rough time kind of embracing the sexual side of themselves. And for them to watch my content and, and feel see beauty empowered, in it, yeah, and, and feel empowered and feel like, you know, there is so much positive that comes with sex that maybe I wasn't feeling or maybe I didn't know that I could feel that was really cool and you know one thing that I say to my partner a lot is I don't make porn for you know single men who are looking to jack off on Pornhub I make porn for you know people that want to feel good and people that want to see more than the sex mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of our mission statement with any content we produce going forward I mean from that first video that is very evident like it's not just another porn it is like, yeah, as you're saying, it's like about so much more than that. I love that. Do you think that has a lot to do with the fact that you guys are an actual couple? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, in, in the industry, not a lot of porn stars are actually connected. Um, it's more about the networking. It's more about, you know, it's more of a coworker relationship. And there are some porn stars, don't get me wrong, that have beautiful chemistry, regardless of what their relationship may be off camera. Um, but I think it's also very important to portray reality um, in porn as well. And I feel like it might, it's probably an asset as well that you know the photographer really well. Yeah. That you know the space very well. Grown Erotica, um, which is the studio that we're working with, um, the porn is done by Jay Erotica, excellent videographer excellent friend to both myself oh, and daddy kaleido he's lovely love him i um, love him i would recommend him to anybody mm -hmm. and one thing that i really like about working with him is that he does everything to make sure that we look good that we feel good about the content we produce um you know sometimes he'll call me just to be like hey how do we feel about this concept i want to you know maybe try something like this how do you feel about this? Does this work for you? Mm -hmm. um, it's very much about making sure that we're happy with what we're doing and less about, you know, the sales or less about the industry side of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another thing I've experienced with Jay Rodica is that he's like, I'm looking to collaborate with artists yeah. and collaborate with people. I'm not looking for a model to just show up. Yeah. He's like, that's the most boring thing for me. He's yeah. like, I want to hear from you. It's to... very much a team effort. Very much so. It like, feels... I've I've not shot video contact with content with him, but I've yeah. shot a lot of still content with him. And he's like, yeah, let's let's start this conversation. Like, yeah. let's re actually collab. Yeah. On a piece, like, 
So I can imagine I, there would be no different in him doing a film. Yeah. Right? Ugh, lovely. Um, yeah, so that's grown erotica, yeah. everybody. Because um, he's, he's got some pretty hot porn, too. Yeah. Um, erotica for grown-ups. Grown erotica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Are you open to then having your porn video content career going to where you would be working with other performers, other actors? Um, my partner and I at the moment, we've decided that monogamy is very important to us. Mm -hmm. um, that our content right now and where we want to go with that is kind of based around portraying monogamous relationships mm -hmm. um, and that dynamic and that chemistry there. Um, because right now we feel like there isn't a lot of that, um, and we want to make content for those folks. Mm -hmm. Um, down the line, you know, maybe would we consider threesome stuff? Maybe would we consider, you know, doing less monogamous stuff? Um, mm -hmm. uh, maybe, mm -hmm. but... We'll Have a see. guest every now and again. Yeah. A guest spot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but right now it's it's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. and, and will you continue to do solo content, be releasing solo content? I will. Well? Yeah? I will. Yeah. Um, because I think that's important too. Do you have a next shoot planned? So we actually shoot once a week. We have a very strict film schedule. Yes. Um, once a week we will film content, whether that's two or three videos in a day. Mm -hmm. Um, I also shoot solo content once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and right now we're just sitting on the, all this content. Yeah. And just waiting to release it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to stock up right now. We're trying to get, you know, a couple films under our belt mm -hmm. before we, you know, go forth and start sharing these with the public. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's definitely something that we put a lot of time and effort into. And I'm hoping that over time that work ethic shows and yeah. people can see that we're trying to make really good stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I mean, you are doing that already. So I can't, I can't wait. Personally, I can't wait to see what else Thank that you. you're going to get up to. Um, so is for new ideas and whatnot, is that something that you and your partner kind of, who comes up with the ideas who, you know? So funny enough, we actually sometimes will have nights where we go through and we scroll through all the Pornhub categories to brainstorm and we get ideas and we're like okay this could be a thing and then we you know start writing it down you know how would this what would this scene look like how would we play this out how would we keep to this one specific theme um and so we brainstorm like a bunch of skit ideas for our films and this is just what we do in our free time <laughs> like most couples yeah very casual just you know business meetings at home in bed um <laughs> And so we, we kind of share creative direction mm -hmm. on it. Um, however, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to the social media aspect, um, that is all me. Yeah. And social media marketing is kind of it's my... It's kind of your thing, eh? It's my forte. Yeah. Um, I do it, you know, for work, for Oasis. Mm -hmm. I do it for myself, and I have always done it that way for you know camming and modeling and yeah you, know. you have to do everything like le yeah. like let's be honest if you're a camera if you're you know you're a business person Absolutely. you're an entrepreneur so you literally and you don't have money to hire a team of people like how many cameras have the money to do that or like they're yeah. doing it all like yeah. you are doing it all so I feel like you are very versed in the way of being a business person yeah 
so and that's a big part of it all yeah. the all the promotion that's that's i mean that's the part that matters that's how you get people to find your content so absolutely yeah that has got to be like on point yeah and yeah. so i'm a little bit of a virgo i'm a little bit overly meticulous i'm very detail oriented so you know my partner tries really hard to help with the tweeting and you're like stop no and no, then i'm like please no. just don't just don't type anything just delete that tweet stop just, no just yeah, yeah just no backspace and yeah, he's great no. about it and he knows that i'm like totally a control freak so he's like okay honey you do whatever you want and, like, you know he tries are you the same way with like the video content like have are you in the room like for editing for no. how much no is that's I give so you this is a big thing I feel like yeah. then to give over control to J Rodica I trust J Rodica so much um you know I know that he will do everything in his power to make good content for us um you know, there's never a moment where I'm like, oh my God, like, what if I don't like how this is edited? It's just not a you thing. Just, you just know it will. So he lets me know, you know, I'll send you over the video preview or whatever on this day. And then he emails it over and uh, my partner and I watch it together. And I've never had any complaints, which is saying a lot because, you know, again, I'm very meticulous. I'm very like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like, you know... Um, I'm very, as you said before, we're our worst critics. We're our own worst critics. So yeah. Yeah. And the first film that he actually edited and produced for us, um, I watched it and I'm like, wow, I was feeling a little bit chubby that day. Um, but my ass looks great. (laughs) And, and you know, that's really awesome for me. I can imagine how, how does it feel when the two of you get, you know, finally get the vid and you sit down and watch it together. Like what, what's happening? So we have two viewing sessions for each of our films. The first one we view it and we criticize the hell out of ourselves (laughs) so that we know not what not to do for the next shoot. Like for example, I told my partner for our last film that I wanted to cut his arm off because it was constantly kind of blocking a specific area that I wanted to showcase. And I'm like, Oh, why'd you put your arm there? Why would you do that? And, uh, (laughs) so now we know for next time on learning experience, (laughs) learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a viewing session where we actually get to enjoy our porn. Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean like enjoy, enjoy, like, yeah. Yeah. Cause we we have to feel good about it. So have you gotten, have you had sex to your own porn, watching your own porn? We just filmed a video that I've released on Pornhub in not many vids yet. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a today project, but it's actually a spy cam video of us watching our own porn. (laughs) How meta. Right. And the greatest part is you got that video and you watch the porn where you are spy camming your own porn. Yeah. So it's kind of Inception. It's it's us watching our own porn, filming us watching Watching our own own porn. porn. And then later on, we're probably going to watch us watching. Yeah. Make sure to film it when you do watch that porn. Absolutely. So I'm just going to create an internet wormhole. Um, (laughs) That's my next project. 
<laughs> to have the internet cave on, cave in it on itself. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. Okay, we are pretty much at time, Cece. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel like I, I love what we've talked about. And thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me, Erin. Thank you, and for speaking so openly and candid about, candidly about everything. I really appreciate it. Um, now, I would love to give you the opportunity to pump all your shit okay tell us all the places we can find everything all your social media stuff so that people can follow you purchase your content watch your content support you etc thank you (laughs) um well twitter uh cecilia morell um if you want to follow our porn account you can uh, find us at twitter the kaleidos um very similar to kaleidoscope um we also have our Pornhub and ManyVids channels, so thekaleidos.manyvids.com, um, pornhub.com slash users slash thekaleidos, um, <laughs> and you can also follow us on Instagram, um, Cecilia Morel Official, and your pal Cal. Lovely. Um, okay, let me see. Let me see here. So I many usually, links. So many links to give, um, and half of mine have been shut down and changed, so i got to focus. Um. That's why I give you six, because if three go tomorrow, <laughs> you still have three more. Yeah, that's how you do it, eh? You just got to have a thousand on every platform, Absolutely. too. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, for now, um, on Instagram, I'm the Bedpost Show. Um, Facebook, I'm figuring out this week what's happening going forward with that. <laughs> tear cry sob um joy heave uh if you are in toronto uh and want to see the bedpost stage show i do that the third friday of every month at eight o'clock at the social capital theater if you are listening to the podcast uh via a podcasting platform like apple Podcasts, a rating and reviewing goes a really long way for our visibility for other people to find uh our podcast and know that we are one of the sex and sexually sexuality (laughs) podcast that you should be listening to. Uh, Likewise, we have original music on our podcast by Stephanie Copeland. You can find out all her stuff at stephaniecopelandmusic.com. Also, the Canadian Podcasting Awards are happening right now. Nominations are open, and I've been nominated for seven awards. So if you are a fellow Canadian podcaster, you can vote for me in every category. If you are a listener, you can vote for me in the People's Choice category. Um, if you're listening via the Sonar Network podcasting network, please take a look at all of the amazing podcasts in our network. Uh, they do a lot of great work for, uh, for me and for Bedpost. And I love them. And last but not least, Cecilia Morrell. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank uh, you. And, and thank you so much for uh, uh, connecting with me. And you're just a really great person to, to know now. This was wonderful. Thank you again for having me. So much fun. Oh, my absolute pleasure. This has been so lovely. And I hope you have a great time being pantsless on the subway today. Thank you. <laughs> and last but not least, thank you to everyone who has been uh, listening and who, uh, you know, subscribes to myself on a regular basis. Love you so much. We will see you next Sunday. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.